we're going now. Oh, okay. No more photo shoots. So today is um, episode 12. Woohoo! Right? Yep. Episode 12 of Hello Dysfunction with Patafria and Crystal Barbie. And as usual, we have a shit ton of food everywhere. We're getting set up. We're eating salad that we got free today because we have so many points. I'm really happy about that. I love a bargain. A <laughs> good discount. So, wait. I feel like I need to make an Oh, my God. This is the best. <laughs> Let me start by saying I tried to... Normally, I don't listen to our episodes because I don't really like my voice at all. I do. So, I tried to listen to the last episode. I didn't finish it, but when I got to the point, let me just say, we're not the smartest people I know. <laughs> she gets I got away. a little carried away. <laughs> we're not the smartest people we know. And we're up there, though. We are smart. <laughs> For not continuing our education formally, we are very smart, considering. But... That was a stretch. That was I definitely was like, we're the smartest people I know. Like, so matter of factly, no. I'm I take that back. Myself. I'm sorry, you guys. And then Crystal <laughs> followed it up with, I don't think I learned anything since the seventh grade. So we sounded really fucking smart. <laughs> right. Really extra smart that day. Lord help us. But, um, yeah. You have to put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. I, I was a little carried away. Um, she does that. Another thing I want to clarify. She gets carried away with, this is my fucking favorite. Because I would just like to point out, I knew. I had a medication scare. Why did you have a medication scare? So, <laughs> I don't know if I even talked about it the day, the last time we recorded. Did I take it that day? And I, I did. And I you wasn't did, feeling good. You didn't feel good. So, um... When we recorded the last time, I was, like, a few days in to my medication, and I was, like, all mm-hmm. confident and proud and all this shit. And um, She had been feeling really sick, though, every day. Yeah, I was really sick every day, and I was just like, oh, I just need to eat or, like, whatever. And I then I, was, I started taking Zofran every day with the medication, and I was like, it'll subside because I'm a doctor, and I think I know everything. Duh. So what happened was— um, mm-hmm. I made the decision that I was going to start myself back on meds. Um, I have stockpiled hella medication because what I do is I fill my prescriptions, but then I just don't end up taking them, so I have hella medicine at home. What doctors do, you guys. Yeah, so if anyone needs an appointment. <laughs> Call her. No, just kidding. <laughs> so what I did was I um, I made the decision because I've been feeling like out of control lately like more than usual <laughs> and so I was like um, I'm gonna start back before I was at the max dose of Prozac which is like 80 milligrams and so I was like I know from all my years at med school I'm not gonna start <laughs> at 80 milligrams I'm gonna take it down some so I'm gonna start at 60 because that's way lower in my mind at the time it was. And I was like, okay, and then I'm going to take the Wellbutrin, which is like 200 milligrams, but that'll be fine. (laughs) So I started taking it, and um, I was feeling really fucking sick. Not only was I feeling sick, I was really dizzy. I was, like, out of it for three days. 
And um, the fucking equilibrium was gone. I was, yeah, I was just out of it. So I came in and I recorded whatever. Every day, if you follow my Instagram, I was like posting on my story like day one, day two, but three. Wait, she was shaking them and was like really I was like proud. shaking them and I was like putting a little animated number for what day it was. And I was like feeling all good and confident. So I knew I had an appointment coming up with my psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist. Um, sorry, I could hear something like, it sounds like the ocean in my headphones. Anyway, um, so I knew I was going to see her. So I was like, I strolled into my appointment and I had like pep in my step. And I was proud, huh? Yeah, I felt sick, but I was just like, I can't wait to tell her. Like, she's going to be so happy because the last (laughs) five appointments I've gone to, I haven't been on my meds. So I went in there and I started talking and I guess I think I was like talking fast and like from excitement, like doing too much, like from usual. Being so proud. And I know she looked at me and just the expression on her face was like, what the fuck are you talking about when I told her what I did? And then she, I remember at one point, she's so sweet. Let me just say this. She's so fucking sweet. I love her. And um, I'm kind of sad because she's leaving the clinic that I go to, but I'm hopefully going to be able to follow her to the next one that she goes to. But... Um, yeah, that's happened to me hella times, and it's just... That really sucks when that happens. Yeah, because it's like when you finally get comfortable with someone, it's like, oh, we're either dropping you or we're moving you to a new location or I'm leaving the practice. That's really bad for mental health. It is, but it's so common. And, um, I can't even count how many doctors I've had, like, in the past five years alone. But, um... She's been really nice, and so uh, I was, like, telling her, and she's so sweet, and I just remember at one point she interrupted me, and she was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to interrupt you. Because <laughs> this you're not the doctor. So then I, I remember thinking to myself, okay, for her to say that, like, I must really need to shut up. So I was like, yeah. <clears throat> and I tell her, I was like, all I need you to do is prescribe me Zofran because I'm almost out of that, and I got that from a friend. <laughs> that first of all, doctors don't want to hear that, that you got medication right. from someone else right. in the first place. But it's just for nausea, right? So I was like, yeah, you know, I've been feeling really sick, but what I've been doing is taking this, <laughs> following it up with that, and I'm fine. So if you just prescribe that to me, I'll be fine, and I'll continue this dose until, until I move it up. And I was, I was literally talking to her like she was my colleague. And she was like, okay, I'm going to stop you. And she <laughs> was like, first of all, you're not supposed to start those two together. I would not start those. She was like, why? I don't know why you did this. <laughs> and she was like, and you also are starting way, way, way too high. And I was like, well, that was why I took it down some. That's why I didn't do Duh. 80. I took it to 60. She's like, no, 60 is way too much. No. So <clears throat> that's when I got really quiet. And she was just like, <laughs> I would have started you with one. And then, you know, a following week or so, I would have introduced, mm-hmm. reintroduced the other one. Right. And at that, you know, not together at the same time. She's like, I also would have started you at a way, way lower dose, probably half of what you're taking now, and then worked you up. So we went over my plan and everything. And she was also like, I told you about the Latuda. Like, she's like, she told me, you're lucky you're not in the emergency room right now. She was like, are you in okay? full-blown mania. Right. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm okay, but I'm sick. Like, I'm sick every day now I told you and she was like okay you're lucky you're not in the emergency room and if you would have been and they called me I would have had to tell them I have no idea where she got this medicine from and the last thing me and her talked about the last like three visits was Latuda wait so can I just say (laughs) why does she have all this the first day that she started this fucking shit 
We were on the phone. We were her new medication regimen. We were on the phone, and I said, "Did a doctor tell you that was okay?" And with a little bit of attitude, she was like, "Yeah." Yeah, she did. And I was like, okay. And then, because I knew. Crystal even went as far as to go, are you sure? Are you sure? And when she said that, I got mad. And I was like, yeah, she did. And I remember getting a little sassy because I was like, why would she question me about this medication? Because and, I know her so well. Because I'm a doctor. And so <laughs> when I left that appointment, I left feeling hella stupid and hella lucky <laughs> that I wasn't in the hospital. Seriously, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Yeah, but I felt hella stupid. And I was thinking to myself, like, you know what? Where did I get that from? Because no doctor has ever told me I could start it that way. Or, you know what I mean? I don't even know where I got that from. And then to the point that even when I was questioned, I got mad that I was being questioned and got sassy about it. And was like, <laughs> You are out of control. Yeah, like, who fucking does that? That's scary, and I really could have fucked myself up. So I posted that day, like, a little bitter emoji face, and I was like, apparently, like, I'm not a doctor, so I need to stop <laughs> acting like one. But in all honesty, don't do what I did and, like— it is she really, could have really hurt herself. Yeah, I could have. And she was not laughing. Like, I'm laughing now, but my doctor was not fucking laughing. And she didn't think it was funny. And she was like, you really could have ended up in the hospital. And, like, this, it's serious. Like, you can't take yourself on and off these medicines whenever you fucking feel like it. And she, Maria came out of the appointment and fucking called me and admitted she fucking lied as she's laughing about yeah, it. Yeah, at the time. I was I mean, like, I knew it. Because I was like, you know what's crazy is you even said, are you sure? Because I, I, you probably sensed a lie in my I voice. I did. I told. I did. I was like, mm, "Did doctor tell you you could do that?" And I was just like, "Yeah, bitch, they did." <laughs> don't like, fucking don't. Why me. are you fucking asking me? But no, so she's I, not a doctor, but she is a liar. Yeah. <laughs> so I share all that to say, don't do what I did. Yeah, because don't. Um, you know, I didn't realize this, but like, you could really fuck yourself up um, doing that. And Full blown mania would have sucked, bitch. Yeah. So um, just always, even if you have the medicine, you can't. After a period of time, it's and it's out of your system. Your chemistry changes, and yep. you can't start back where you were, or even close to where you were. No. It's like starting all over again. So you have to like your doctor has to tell you how to do it. It's not how you think, because the combinations of things, it's it doesn't work out the way right. I, I thought it would. So. When we were little, I used to always know when my dad had stopped taking his medicine because it's so embarrassing. <laughs> He would start getting aggressive, and um, sorry I'm shoving my face with bell peppers and kidney beans, but <laughs> he would get aggressive. Like, two times that stick out in my head is, you know, my dad's been to prison and shit, and one of the, not one of the times he was in prison, but I think I was like maybe nine, my brother's like eight and four or whatever, and he took us to Disney on ice via BART. It was just you guys and him? Yeah, right. And um, <laughs> that's already a fucking adventure. Dude, if he's on his medicine or not. <laughs> either way. And I remember we were standing on the BART platform afterwards. We're waiting to go, and there was this black dude up there. And my dad fucking bumped into him, was like, What's going on, brother? And you know, that's like prison talk that's prison for fucking talk. what's up. And. Will instantly started crying, and I was like, fuck, here we go, here we go. He's not on his meds. He's fucking going—he's about to have a full-blown episode. He's picking a fucking fight with strangers. With strangers, dude. 
And I, at nine years old, I would have to, like, reason with him and talk to him so that he wouldn't put us in these dangerous situ- situations. He's lucky no one fucking took him seriously and just cold cocked his ass, you know? Yeah. He did it another time in Church's Chicken in, Rich- <laughs> in <laughs> Richmond. He fucking, I don't know why he picks the worst times to do these things. As with a- his kids. Right, with his kids. We're in Church's Chicken. He does the same thing. He fucking shoulder checks this black dude, and he's like, Fucking what's going on, brother? And fucking Will starts— He turns into a wood. He A straight wood. He's in fucking Quentin again. Again, and and he's like, brother. And I hate that word. I hate when white dudes call dudes brother because it reminds me of my dad off his meds being fucking racist. Like, that's what it reminds me of. And every time it was like this pattern, Will would cry, Richard would stand there, and I would have to fucking reason with my grown-ass, mentally ill father, like, stop. So we always knew when he was off his meds. It, like, started with baby aggression. Didn't he say something else, though, like, after he did it? Oh, my God, bitch. The time in church was chicken after he did that or whatever, after Will's crying and I'm talking about it. This is, like, one of my favorite stories. That's why I know that. (laughs) My dad fucking says to my brother, Will, I'm waiting for this motherfucker outside. And Will's like, no, no, please don't, Dad, please don't. And I'm like, come on, dude, please. Why are you waiting outside for him? Number one, he's probably going to kill you because you're fucking not Billy Badass. And number two, like, come on, you got your kids with you. Why? This dude didn't even do anything. He's waiting in line to buy chicken. Like, what are you fucking I'm doing? I'm going to wait for this motherfucker outside. He's, I'm going to wait for this motherfucker outside. He's such an embarrassment. Thank like, God he doesn't do Will shit that, like please. that. <laughs> Poor Will. Poor Will. He's crying. Yeah, poor Will used to get so oh. scared. My dad's such an ass back then. No, Thank God he's dad, not like that anymore. My dad was that type. Totally aggressive. He used to try to start fights with parents at my elementary school. Oh, that's fucking he fun. would peel out in his Monte Carlo, burn hella rubber in front of the in school. In the elementary hella school. Shit. And I'm, like, embarrassed as fuck. I used to try to have him, like, drop me off or pick me up because he would ask people, like, what the fuck are they looking at? And, like, oh be parents? halfway out the car. Yeah, like, ready to bounce out at any time. Hella aggressive. He was either trying to get at moms. He was uh. super pervy. Either trying to get at moms <laughs> or he would fucking be trying to fight dads and, like, what the fuck are you looking at? And he would, Damn. like, throw the car in park in the middle of the street, bounce out. Like, all the time. No one's even looking at you, dude. Nobody like, stop. cares about you, Jim. Yeah, but let him, in his mind, he, everyone is just wants, a, to, fight wants him. to attack him. They're all everyone. enemies. Yes, everyone. Yeah, see, that shit sucks. He would go bad on me. Like, if I looked at people in the eyes, I used to think, like— well, that came from something else, too. That came from, like, some weird, like, pimp rule kind of shit that he tried to impose on me. But it was, like, men don't look men in the eyes ever. And if he caught me, if we were in the mall or something, and I was, like— it's, like, a form of submission or something? Yeah, you're just, like— Opening you're, yourself you're up. You're out of line. You're out of line to be looking at a man in the eyes. <sighs> like, you're asking for it, I think. That's not gross. So I would be a little kid, and we would be in the fucking mall or something, and if I happen to—we're walking past someone or whatever, and I smile back or whatever, oh, no, he lost his shit so many times in public. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I told you don't be looking at no dudes in the eye. Like, you know, cussing me out in front of people. How dare you be a nice And I'm a kid. And I'm like, okay, like, calm down. Okay. Eye contact was a really weird thing for him, too, because I remember in the car or, like, wherever we were, if if he was talking to me, I I don't remember if we got into it in front of you about this before, but, like, even as a teenager, if he's talking to me and I'm not looking at him while he's talking to me, he thinks I'm not listening to him. So Uh. he would, like, slam on the brakes punch the dashboard, go fucking nuts, and be like, I already told you, like, when I'm talking to you, you have to look me in my fucking eyes, blah, blah, blah. It was just, like, some weird shit. It was always with his eyes. That's so, so weird. 
girl, yes. So I just remember him, like, fucking being hella aggressive with strangers and shit, too, trying to pick fights. I hate I hated a it. a kid. Like, goddamn. It's probably where some of my fucking fear comes from, like, my PTSD when people fight and shit. Like, I get instantly fucking panicked mm-hmm. because of the shit he used to do. That's embarrassing. Dude. I, um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about family Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> Christmas with the dad. <laughs> you want to go? <laughs> well, my dad, my dad did this for Christmas and my birthday. He would give oh, me God. a large amount of money to spite my mom. Now, my dad never gave my mom a dime of any kind of child support. He even took her to court at one point and tried to get full custody of me, like he's even fit. Oh, my God. Tried, took her to court and tried to get full custody of me. And fuck? I'm like, thank God she she went and, like, didn't Jesus let him Christ. take me because I'd probably be in Chowchilla Women's Prison right now <laughs> if I did grow up with him. But. Um, he ended up getting visitation, and I remember back then I didn't even want that. At first, it was like supervised with like a court person, and oh then God, how it, then it turned into um, like independent for a few hours, and then slowly it became like he was allowed to have me at his house. Yeah, but at first he wasn't. And um, it's because I was scared of him. And right. Anyway, he never gave her no fucking money ever, no child support, nothing. And he was like a professional scammer, so he never had employment. He never right. had a job in his life. So there was no way so, to force him. Exactly. There's no way to get child support garnished. <laughs> so she just, you know. What a dick. Yeah. So, but he always had money, you know, because he was a fucking scam artist. And um. He, uh, when when it would be my birthday or Christmas, like, literally to spite my mom, he would pick me up for a few hours, and he would give me, like, this huge wad of money and let me fuck it off. Like, I mean, spend, like, $100 on bubblegum. Like, like, the dumbest shit. And I just remember he would do it on purpose so that I would go home or whatever, and my mom would see it and be like... You don't have any money left. Like all your money is spent on fucking Play-Doh, or like, you're you know like what I, I mean? have like, seventy-two bouncy balls, but no money, none. The money's gone, but I have this <laughs> shopping bag full of bullshit that, from like, the dollar store. Yeah, it's like a fat, like literally. He would just take me and let me fuck it all off. He's like, make I sure you home. go show your mom. Make sure you spend every penny of it, and like before you and go home. And then show your mom. Yes. So that that's how most Christmases were with my dad. Oh, that damn. and it would be like us going to visit my grandma, his mom, and my uncles the and scary all the kids. One. Yeah, all the other kids and shit. And we would go over there and they would just fucking yell and scream, but in a loving way. Like if like that, my that was, house. Yes. It was just it was like dysfunction constant. Like I would get a headache. It was so much yelling, but that was normal. That's and how they I, all talk. I was like, how are they yelling? But they could still, while they're yelling, hear the person across the room and understand everything they said. Like someone else, a conversation. You know what I mean? And I was just like, God, like that's all they fucking do is yell. And I just remember going home because, you know, I lived with my mom's parents and they're like, they're like polar opposites. Like that side of my family, people. that side of my family is nothing like the other side one of my family. One is civilized, one is uncivilized. Oh my God. And so... I would just go home and just be like, yeah, that was fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> thank God I'm back. Yeah, it was it was a weird balance. Um, but that's how Christmases were with my dad. <laughs> how well, with mine, <clears throat> um, some of them were spent through glass in oh. fucking jail. Yeah. Um, one of the ones I really remember that he fucked up was... 
I think I was probably five or six, and one day we came home, and I'm not exaggerating when I tell this story. <clears throat> Sorry, this is so loud. I'm gonna turn get him. I'm trying to open bugles and put them on my nails. She's trying to get buggles out. Um, I'm glad you opened those, though. Sorry. So, I was probably about five or six. N there's no exaggeration in this story. Um, I had came home with my, obviously, my mom and my siblings, and the Christmas tree was gone. The presents were gone. The fucking furniture was gone. Billy had fucking sold or traded it for fucking dope, and the Salvation Army had to come in and give us a Christmas that year. God damn it. Billy was wild. Like, I know... Because he fucking owed drug dealers. Yeah, and everybody, everybody loves my dad now, but my dad back then is... Was not, not lovable. No, and he's definitely... When I met him, he was scary. Yeah, he was a scary fucking monster. Um, we, Maria was with me one time when I had to call the cops on him for beating my brother's mom. And at mom. that point, I was a hellraiser. So the fact yeah. that I was crying, like, he was scary. Yeah, so the Billy now is, like, a completely different person. Yeah. Like, completely different. Um, but back then, he was an absolute fucking monster. But And, and, and even when he was in prison... I remember one time we came home, and on the answering machine, I actually think it was around the holidays. On the answering machine, there was a voicemail from some dude in the prison, and he was like, and I remember hearing it, and it, it's the gist of the message was, this is my fucking prisoner number. If there's not this much money on the books, I know where you, I know where you live, and I know William's children are Crystal, William, and Richard. Basically, I'm going to fuck his kids up and oh your house God. up if you don't come pay Billy. And it was he was doing heroin in prison. That's great. Yeah. Fucking great prison system yeah. that we have. Dude, and my dad was like, it's easier to get drugs inside than out. Yeah. It's fucking Every, people crazy. People have iPhones and shit in fucking yeah. prison. I think they're like $3,000. Like, if you if your dude goes to jail and you want to buy him a fucking iPhone. Girl, Mark has a friend that messages him. You know, like, they talk. Yeah. He got a phone in there, bitch, with Facebook and everything. Yeah. Haven't you ever seen on Facebook or, like, Instagram or something, it'll be, like, an inmate posting videos and, like, tell your girls, like, hit me up or whatever. Oh, I have some friends. I have some friends now that are in jail doing, like, long-ass bids. That's and not where you want to begin a they relationship. They've hit me, like, hey, and I'm just like, dude, I don't have friends like that. I remember. Like, I was in the car when the one oh called God. you. Remember? Yes, yes. I was on your porch. Yes. And yes. I was like, dude, like, it's hella good to hear from you and shit. Motherfucker, I still don't know who gave them my number. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do now that I think about it. Gave them my number, which I don't mind, but it sucks because it's like they hella want to talk, and I don't have the kind of life. Like, first of all, I don't even talk on the phone. I don't even answer the phone We barely people. talk on the phone to each other. Like, you can text me all day at night, but don't call. All day. I hate answering yeah, the phone. Yeah, I don't like to talk on the phone. So, no. Um, I just had to tell him real quick, like, I'm hella glad to hear from you and shit, but, like, I got a dude, you know what I'm saying? You can't be hitting me like that. And I don't have no friends for you. They always want friends, you know, and I don't I don't know any that want um, someone in jail right now. So It's not really where you want to begin a relationship. Yeah. Maybe, you know, continue one, like we said on a few, you know, a previous episode if you've been together for a while. But, dude, that's not where you want to start up a relationship. It's hella funny. I have a friend that was, like, his dad's in prison. I think his dad's doing life. Mm. And he was like, hey, like, how much would you charge me to, like, write my dad a letter and, like, send him some, like, nudes or something? And I'm like, 
do? Like, I don't even know. Like, I, I don't really want to do that. Like, you know Do you know how I mean? many prisoners are going to beat off on your fucking... Which I don't mind, but, like, I don't want to write it. You know what? I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. And then they have them, like, physically yeah. for life. The new, like... I don't know. I just... Mm-mm. It was it's a weird territory to get into. Yeah. It was a weird, um, because he didn't just want me to send it. He want he wanted me to like write him for a little while first, and I was Nobody like, I'm not gonna like, that. yeah, I can't build a friendship right now with a um, lifer, you know, <laughs> with a lifer. But yeah, uh, mental illness lately, I feel like there's been a lot of celebrities like having um, being vocal about yeah. like breakdowns or struggles, you know, with mental illness and like. Um, what's that guy's name that was with Ariana Grande? Pete Davidson? Yes. After he, Mac Miller? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yesterday or the day before tweeted that, like, like suicidal. Aww. And so a lot of celebrities I saw reached out to him and shit. And I think some of them pulled up on him and stuff, which was cool. And, like, you know, Kanye has been very um, open about his diagnosis and everything. That's just one said, thing like, <clears throat> I like about fun. him. Yeah, and he's just like, don't poke fun about it. You know what I mean? It's very fucking serious, which it is. And I was going to say, like, it's it's unfortunate that these people are having these struggles, but I think it is also helpful for society to see. You know what I mean? Like, some of your favorite people have these problems, too, and just with the whole, like, um, making it normal. Yeah, the the D... God damn, I got cookie crumbs all over me. Like a pig, bitch, (laughs) all over. But the normalizing of mental illness, especially yeah. because so many people do look up to celebrities. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but I think I'm not like, one of them. But for younger, you know, teenagers and shit to see, yes. and like, you know, people that might hesitate to speak out, like, right? They're they're seeing men, they're seeing black men. You know, there's definitely like um, there's so much embarrassment and shame attached to yeah. mental illness that's you know the main reason people don't want to talk about it or get help for it because then they have to admit that you know something is not right mm-hmm. and nobody wants to say hey and culturally like a lot of families I know in a lot of Latin culture a lot of black culture people think either it's some shit they can pray away I hate that or shit or it's like not real you're it. being dramatic you know what I'm saying it's not yep. taken seriously or and, you're weak. Um, you're weak because you can't fight yeah, it off. Yeah, that too. You're a bitch because mm-hmm. you ha- you're having these problems. Like, all that shit is such it's bullshit. It's so much harder for men with mental illness. So um, when I see men speak out about it, I, I feel super, like, encouraged and, like, relieved because that probably will help, like, a young boy. It makes me feel really happy. Obviously not happy that they have a mental illness, but happy that they're sharing their journey and their yeah. hardship and, you know, showing that. People aren't fucking alone, you know? There's mm-hmm. so many people. Growing up, when we were growing up, like, people would never talk about it, No, right? but And no. so if I would have talked about it, like, people never expected me, of all people, to, like, have the problems that I have. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and the conditions that I have. So, like, if I would have spoke out about it back then, I feel like people would have been like no, like, you're tripping, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. you're just having a bad day. Yeah, yeah, like, there's no way you could have those kind of problems, Look you know? Life. like it's so good. Yeah, or... you're not, like, wandering the streets talking to yourself. Like, you can't, you you know, you're That's fine. That's what people used to associate mental illness with. N- number one, they would be like, that motherfucker's crazy. Everyone got called crazy. Mm-hmm. 
when when people thought mentally ill, they thought talking to themselves, homeless. And if you're not doing that, then you can't be, you must right. not be crazy. You're fine. Right. They didn't realize there's so many other layers. God, there's so many. Yeah. So it's like, I just wish that I could have got, like, help earlier on, you know, and been more comfortable with it. Um I haven't talked to my kids, my teenage kids at all about it, but I've been meaning to. I wanted to to this weekend just with uh, my son because he was over, but he was being a typical teenager and locked himself in the room and was in there. I probably saw him twice the whole weekend because, you know, there's a bathroom in there and shit. Right. He he was was like, bye, bitch. He was only coming out for food. That's it. And I'm like, do you need something? Typical teenager. I was going, and I was home over the weekend. So I was like, do you want to like, um, watch a movie with me. I'm always trying. And he's, he's just like, like nah. no, uh-uh, nah, I don't, no. And I'm just like, all right, fuck You're you. You're like, do you know how cool I am? Right. I'm fucking cool. I feel like they must think I'm hella bootsy. Well, you're a mom. You're their mom. But I'm like a cool mom, you know? So I thought. Like, he's but apparently like, nah, not to them. You're not. Not to them, because they don't be trying to kick it with me at all. That shit is weird. Bunny does. Yeah, Bunny's Bunny down. D- Bunny she's down as fuck. She's trying to kick it all the time. Like, all the time. she gets jealous. Jealous as fuck Does of she? like, oh my god! Like, if my boyfriend is coming over, coming around, or if like I tell her I want to hang out with you and like don't come around us while we're gonna talk. Or yeah, something. like go in the house. Oh my god, she gets like, but she hers. does door or, checks like, for sure. If I tell her I'm going anywhere, if I'm going, I'm going out with Moni or something, she'll be like, "Can I come?" And I'm like, "We're not going somewhere that kids can fucking go." Like, first of all, we're gonna go drink. Like, we can't. No, you can't come. And she'll get mad and like stomp off or like slam the. <laughs> She thinks like, you're cool. She gets jealous. So I hope she keeps that energy and still thinks I'm cool right. when she's a teenager because right now she's a good time. Right. They are. They're really yeah. fun. We watch movies and shit together. I've talked to the girls, especially Naya. I do um, mental health check-ins with her. ask her how she's feeling. Yeah. You know, because middle school fucking sucks. So. Yeah, it does. I'm going to start talking to Bunny more because I think she'll be more, like, open, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. The other two, Mona seems to be good, but it's like you never, I mean, you never know. Everybody could seem to be good. Right. You don't really know what's going on inside, so. Can I tell the chocolate butthole story? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck. You guys. That sounded really bad. I know. So, Bunny and Stevie are the the crazy. They're fucking weirdos. They feed off each other. They're bad. They're funny as fuck, but (laughs) they're annoying. They're loud as fuck. They're Mm -hmm. just... They're all over, like little crack monsters. And um, I'd post this thing. I came across this thing on the internet, and it it's this company that will make molds with chocolate of your butthole, right? Great gift idea for the holidays. I bitch, and hella people messaged me and was like, you should do this on your podcast. And I was like, I'm not going to make a mold of fucking Maria's asshole. I'm not doing that. And sell I, them for $500. Yeah. <laughs> I'll autograph them. White chocolate. <laughs> So, anyways, I I showed it to um, showed it to the kids and because that's totally a kid. thing. It's to totally show a kid thing, but you know they were like, I, I said this is what everyone's getting for Christmas, and they were like, ew, ew, and Bunny goes hella casually, that's totally something Stevie and I would do, and I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, would you? Would you? Is that right? Oh, would you now? Great. That's great. <gasps> They're never getting fucking when I picked melting her up, chocolate. When I picked her up later that night, she was like, um, 
T.T. Crystal said that she's given everybody chocolate buttholes for Christmas. <laughs> and I said, I already heard the story, so okay. Apparently you want them. <laughs> yeah, I already Apparently heard. Apparently you and like, Stevie are geared yeah, up for this. Y'all would totally be down is what I heard, so okay. <laughs> like they've discussed it. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. It's probably an inappropriate dysfunctional mother thing, but I thought it was fucking oh, sh- funny. They, they're little weirdos. They're totally funny. weirdos, for sure. Um, I'm excited. I'm like Christmas. I'm in full Christmas mode. You are, it's and my I'm favorite like... fucking holiday. It's my favorite time of year, and I'm just like loving every minute of it. By myself, mostly, but like my <laughs> Christmas tree is running 24 hours a day. I'm going to keep we it up forever. We don't unplug it. I never unplug it, and I'm just watching all the Christmas movies and like taking it all in, and I'm like... Do I have any traditions that are, like, my own or that I've carried on? Like, I was trying to think of cozy Christmas. Meanwhile, I'm over here counting down the days till fucking summer again. Fuck summer. I'm Uh, a summer baby mm -hmm. for sure. I'm just trying to think. Um, Christmas Eve, we always go to my aunt's house. My mom's side of the family does. And we, like, do, like, a gift exchange, like a random gift exchange. The white and, elephant. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. We do that. Those are so fun. And then um, that's fun. And they have food and everything. And then Christmas Day, we don't really do anything. Now that my grandparents are gone, we don't do yeah. anything. Um, it used to be, like, different. But is there anything that you guys do that's, like, special? Christmas Eve, we always spend with Mark's side of the family, and we do White Elephant over there. And, and karaoke, I'm sure. Uh, for sure. You know, that karaoke <laughs> machine's busted out before we even get there. Like, yep, yes. alcohol and karaoke are two things that are always at the Filipino side's family party, yes. and they're such a good time. And then Christmas, we spend the day at my mom's, and we do a White Elephant over there, and then mm-hmm. you know we only buy for the kids on that side. And um, my mom cooks, and we all just hang out and fucking fight and and yell. That'll be fun. Totally. Yeah. When I was little, we used to go to mass on Christmas Eve. Oh my god! My grandparents, Did you? my my grandfather, fucking hated church and religion. My grandmother was Catholic, so we were raised Catholic. And I I hated church, but I loved being with my grandma and my great grandmother. Yes. She wanted you guys to go to church. Nona would go to Catholic Church every Sunday. Can you imagine her big fucking trucker mouth in the church? I cannot even you guys picture want, that. Do you want one of the main, one of my main memories of going to St. Joseph's Church was I, I was with Carolyn, mm-hmm. my Nona, and my grandfather's mother Hazel, who came over every weekend and hung out. And we, I wanted to go to church with them because I loved being with them. And I was probably seven. An old lady at heart. I've always been an old mm-hmm. lady at heart. And so. You're like, give me a cigarette. F- yeah. <laughs> and Hazel smoked hell of long Salem 100s with the big Virginia long filter Sims. on them. She give had the me a big, cigarette. So her cigarettes were like a good nine inches long. <laughs> I loved her. Uh-huh. I love. So we're in church, and there's, um, in the Catholic church, there's like this. Um, candle room where you can light a candle and say an extra prayer. Where the little boys take their pants off. Yeah, for sure. And then um, for a dollar. And then there's like these little prayer things you can kneel on to pray, right? These little wooden stool things. Mm-hmm. We go in there and it's hella crowded. And the first thing I said was, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of people. And Nona fucking reached over oh and put her hand God. over my mouth and was like, not here, not here. And I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know, well, right? Well, says Jesus Christ? <laughs> One who's raised by trucker mouth. Oh and so God. then we're in there, and I trip over the fucking kneeling thing. And do you want to know what I yelled? 
God damn it. I was seven, and I tripped, and I said, God damn it. And my grandma fucking pinched me in the back of my arm and was like, you're going home if you do it one oh more time. Oh, my God. One more time. Um, but we used to go to Mass on Christmas Eve, and one year we went to Midnight Mass, and Richard was like a year old, and he's always been bad from birth. He's always yeah. been a monster child. Mm-hmm. And, bitch, he stole—you know how, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's— the thing of holy water, you come in and do the Father, Son, and there's this like big— Like a big bird bath thing? Yeah, bird bath, and there's a big sponge that sits in it. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker— He took the sponge. Took the sponge out, washed his face, and then ran. So my mom is chasing him. <laughs> my fucking— he, The heathen he have it? Is, yes, this fucking sponge. So my mom had to chase him around the fucking Bring church. Bring back the fucking God sponge. During midnight mass. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wiping away the demon all over him. Oh, my God. He's probably burning. <laughs> he was hot. His face was on fire. That's why he, had to fucking, he grabbed the sponge out of fucking pain. <laughs> <laughs> out of panic because he was on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. We used yeah. to, um, the night before... Christmas Eve. We used to all load up in the big green van and look at Christmas lights. We used to I go up to. I miss that van. I miss that van. So many memories. Um, Arlington? The Arlington. And yeah. we would go look at the nativity scene, and then we would just drive everywhere and look at lights. So That's fun. Do you yeah. let the kids open one present the night before? We do. That's what I do, too, because that's what it was for me. You could open one present. They open a bunch at Mark's family's house, too. See, I don't play that. And, like, the older kids um, on on their dad's side, they were allowed to open their shit on Christmas Eve, I think. And I'm like, no, Some I don't do, do that. Some people do that. Yeah, I don't no, either. Because I want you to have stuff when you wake up. Because Santa Claus comes, and yeah. then after you find— And every year, they try to, like, fucking impose that. Like, well, you know, over at my granny's or whatever, they would— Well, not here. Not here. And and, and plus, this year's going to be different anyway, because they're only—the grown kids are only getting money. Yeah. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to have shit but some cards under the tree. And right. Bunny, everything else is going to be for her. But they want money. So, oh, y'all want to be grown and get money? That's what you'll get. Right. That's the first year. And this year, I did most of my um, shopping online for the first time. So it's like, it's been a breeze. I haven't really had to, like, We're almost done out. for the first time. Yeah. I just have, um, I ordered some more stuff today. I just want to make, like, one trip to the mall, like, this week. I want to go when everybody's at work. You're going to call me to go with you. In the morning. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I already um, knew it. <laughs> I was, like, focusing my eyes on her really hard. I want to go to the mall. Wanna, yeah. I just want to go to, like, Concord Mall, and I just want to run in and just grab a few things yeah. in the morning, I got to do stocking still so yeah, we can do that. Yeah, shit like that. That's yeah. it. And then um, I'm just waiting on the other shit to get delivered. I'm really fucking... Proud. Well, Mark went and did most of the shopping because I'm lazy and I hate shopping. But we're usually the people that are out on the 23rd me too. doing our shopping. That and, used to be me. And this year we're almost done and it feels so good. We actually have presents wrapped under the tree already, which mm-hmm. is so rare. Bunny told me that. She's been counting because she only has two under the tree right now. And she asked me before she came on the other day, did you wrap anything else and put it under there while I was gone? And I was like, no, not yet. And she was like, Stevie has a bunch under her tree. For the and first I'm like, time Girl, ever. Okay. I said, but you know, I don't be putting shit under until like the night before. Girl, so. I used to wrap them. I used to get up at four in the morning on Christmas morning and wrap presents because that's I would how do last the night minute. before until yeah. like two in the morning. Yeah. That's, and then go to bed. So I'm telling her, like, don't. I'm press already me. ahead of the game this yeah, year. Yeah. Don't press me right now. They'll be under there. It's fine. And then I w- I'm still going to make her put like cookies out and yeah, almond milk. Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, I still tell her they're Santa. And she's like, but all the tags on there be in your handwriting. And I'm like, duh, but where do you think the gifts came from? I have to meet up with Santa and get the shit. So what we do for Santa is the shit from Santa would always be unwrapped out. And then they'd have a stocking. Yeah, because that's how my mom did it for us. So Mm -hmm. that's why I did it like that. Um... So everything comes from Santa at my house. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I just get it from him. He's like the connect. The connect. He I go pick it, it up. up from him. I wrap it. I put the tags on. Naya it. totally why. doesn't believe in Santa. I, Stevie tells me she does, but I think she's lying because she knows the gifts dwindle down if you don't believe in Santa. You better believe in Santa, or you're not getting shit. Right. My grown kids better still believe in Santa. I believed in Santa until I was 12 years old, and the only reason I stopped is because my grandma told me he wasn't real, and I remember I was so mad at Nona. I was so fucking... <laughs> I was how like, dare you? How dare you ruin my whole life? I've been arguing with these kids in middle school. Arguing them up and down. Like, my parents can't afford that shit. Who you think brings it? Blah, blah, blah. And then she tells me that I was wrong. I wasn't happy. I really wasn't. It's like you take the fun out of it. I want them. It's not as fun once Mm-mm. they stop believing. Because I want to poke Naya's fucking eyes out. Yeah. She's just a smart mouth Naya, right now. Which... No, her gift is coming from Santa, from me. So she better know. Right. <laughs> this is from Santa. Santa came to my house and brought it. Asshole. Um, well, oh, yeah. can, we, can we fucking talk about um, toxic ass uh, relationships? Yeah, and um, the nice stunt that Offset fucking pulled. Yeah, let's. Because you know what? There's so much. That really um, bothered me. There's so many opinions flying around. So many. Like, I've never seen people mind some. And I mean, some people say that's their whole angle. Like, they want people it's to mind It's a publicity stunt. Yeah, they want people to mind their business and, and be up in it. But, like, so many people are throwing around their opinions, and it's like most of the male opinions are coming because they're cheaters themselves. Ti right. and everybody like that's that's posting shit. Gay. That wasn't a noble. It wasn't a noble grand gesture. That was a fucking toxic. That was him stealing egotistical. her thunder. That was a moment for her, and he interrupted. She's the first it. woman to headline the Rolling Loud festival. Yeah. And he fucking came on stage and interrupted it and did it. Like, it's just selfish. It's selfish. And it's like, if she wants time, give her time. And it's like, how dare you? And even if it was a a publicity stunt, it's still ugly as fuck. Mm -hmm. That behavior. I hope she never gets back with him. Can you imagine being at work and your dude that cheated on you. Shows up. And puts on a whole show. For your fucking coworkers. Do you know how fucking pissed I would be? You're right. you're guaranteeing I will never get back with you because mm-hmm. you're embarrassing me right now. For sure. Embarrassing as fuck. And there's so many, so many toxic relationships out there. And the fact that so many people are demanding she take him back because that was some grand fucking beautiful gesture is just Mm-mm. mind-blowing to me. Like... And acting Talk about like, abuse. yeah, it is, and it's like it's almost re-injuring. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't want people to be like pressuring me to take Fuck him you. back, or like you're not even in my situation. You need to mind your motherfucking business. And the fact that he takes no ownership for his behavior, the fact that he said, "I hope y'all are happy." Oh yeah, y'all won. Well, how? How? What? Wait, how did you're we the one win? that was trying to initiate a threesome with your some dick fell out of rap. your pants, bitch. Yeah, he kept 
continuously cheating and then I guess this last well then there was one there's been so many incidents like this last one the girl's name is like Summer Bunny or some yeah, shit yeah yeah okay so she's like a up and coming rapper I guess she's like dropped a song or something the following week I didn't hear it and I guess her page got deleted but that was one situation I think that was the most recent but before that there, there was, was like another screenshots one. floating around yes. of him hitting up these rapper bitches and trying to initiate a threesome yep. he was gonna fly them out like yep. how do you think that makes a bitch feel like if my dude cheats on me right I'm not saying cheating is an unforgivable thing cause I feel like you know shit happens on both sides with people sometimes but like if you cheat you better cheat with like a regular ass bitch don't go cheat with a with a dom. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be like a slap in my face. I feel like right. Like, she him raps. Cheating. Your bitch raps. Like, are you serious? Like that's almost like competition for her. That's like a um, yeah. You know, because you're they're fucking in the, same. the enemy, basically. Yeah, that I would take it like that. Like it's even more insulting I if you fucked another dom. Like, wow, really? I, right. I also think like cheating is different. Um, it's never okay. I'm not for cheating. I think it's fucked up. I think it really creates permanent issues for people, trust issues, other issues. But I think it's different when you're married, you know, because there's, like, yeah. that extra step involved. That's especially true. when you have children. Um, and Well, yeah, I guess, like, don't get married unless you're totally done. Right. Like, why Why did you get married why now Why get then? married? Yeah, just you wait are, until you get all that out of your system then. Yeah, seriously, fuck everybody. Fuck them all and then get married when you're done. Yeah. When your dick's tired or when your vagina fucking is tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck all the people you want. But I saw a bunch of people also saying, um, you you need to forgive him and keep it together. Uh, children don't need to grow up in a broken family. And I, I commented on one of them and I'm like, let me. Yeah. that's the last reason you stay together is the for last. the children. Let me speak from experience, experience and let you know. Seriously. I walked away from a marriage and left my kids, not abandoned, but I didn't want to separate them. Right. So I ended, ended up leaving the household and kept them together, let them stay with their dad at the time. And fucking, it was the hardest thing I ever had to do. But it was so much better than them seeing us fight. Seeing and a two constant parents unhappy. toxic relationship. Having kids in a toxic environment like that. You're all, kids, like, kids learn everything during those years yes. while they're kids. You know yes. what I mean? And they learn by example. Yes. So, and I mean, we know that firsthand from us looking at our uh, yep. growing up situations. Yep. So it's like me knowing that and knowing how much my childhood fucked me up in the head. Yeah. That I was not going to let that happen. And me and their dad were fighting constantly. We just, like, grew into two totally different people. That was a really selfless thing to do on your part. I had Very to. Selfless. And it was the hardest thing I ever did. But I never regretted it. Because never. it's like, I don't want to put them. And I knew the fights were getting worse. And yep. they were constant. They were more often. They were every day. And then you were miserable. You were yeah. so fucking unhappy miserable back both. then. Both of us yeah. were unhappy. We were sleeping in separate bedrooms. And it just, it wasn't good for um, my kids to see that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I would much rather my kids see... A healthy um, co-parenting relationship. See us happy, even if it's with different people. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, now I can say... It took a lot of time. It took years. But me and their father are really good friends now. Yeah, you and guys we, do have a good relationship. Finally. Oh, my God. It took so long yeah, to get there because, like, it was just so much um, hurt and, like, you know, resentment and shit. But, like, now we're, we're so close. And, like, we check on each other and, you know, um, you know, we talk about, like, problems. Not problems, but, like, 
we can talk to each other about, about each other's lives, about our lives and our relationships, even. Yeah. And like, you know, he'll just ask, like, are you guys good? Like, you still with so and so? Are y'all good or whatever? Like, we have that kind of friendship now. And that's all I ever really wanted. But, like, you know, when you first break up, like, it takes a while to, to get to that point. It's not always that smooth. Right. But it's so much better, I think, for my kids to see us, like, able to co-parent and be happy. And, like, even if it's with other people, but, like, you know, we're still good parents to them. Dude, I can, rem- I can remember um, when I was seven years old and my mom— Finally, well, she sat us down and told us her and my dad were getting a divorce. And I remember feeling nothing but relief, but trying to cry because I thought that that, that was the reaction wanted. she would want from me. Aww. But inside, I was so Relieved, fucking overjoyed huh? and relieved. Like, because I knew I wasn't going to have to fucking watch him beat the shit out of her anymore or watch her yeah. cry or, I mean... And at seven to feel relief, like so. Don't stay together for the kids. Don't. Stop trying to it's fucking not keep doing these them a favor. together. It's not doing them any fucking favors to You're have them around a more... fucked up relationship. Yeah. Your kids don't want to see you sad. Fuck the, no. Number one, like no. when I'm sad now and I'm crying or something. Bunny, she's such an empath. She'll start crying. Yeah. And she'll come up to me and she'll be like, I hate to see you sad. And she'll just cry. She won't know why I'm crying. She just feels it. And she'll be like, I hate to see you sad. And they know, even if you're not crying, they know. They yeah, like feel she the energy. It. And it's like, I never want, oh God, even staying with her dad, like that would have been a fucking nightmare. nightmare bitch. Like there's no way I, I had that to. That would bounce. have been worse than the marriage, bitch. Yes, for sure. I had to bounce on that like immediately. Like, me, like we weren't even together a year after she was born that was over but like yeah it's just it's much better I think for them to just see you functioning and be happy and independent if that's what it is you know like seriously happy you don't stay together and people giving this advice it's like shut the the fuck fuck up up. please shut up you're just creating you don't stay together for the sake of kids you don't no and don't fucking use your kids as an excuse to deal with a toxic relationship be like no I can't fucking get it together and leave yet or yeah uh, you know stop saying you're staying for the kids because what you're doing is you're ruining your kids Mm -hmm. you're really you're giving them complex you're giving them issues you're making them stress and out. Also, their abusers tend to use kids as like a pawn, and they tend to be like, um, you know, don't you want like your kids to be with their with their dad, or you know what I mean, and try to make you guilt you into yeah. staying with them. Don't fall for that either. Like, fuck that. No, your kids will be happy as long as you're happy, and if they're a real parent, they're still gonna parent without you having to be with them. You know? Yeah, I, I saw this comment from this um, woman who had said um, she had commented on the article or whatever that was posted about the Cardi B offset thing, and she had said, this is not a grand, noble gesture. This is fucking abusive, toxic, egotistical, disgusting mm-hmm. man bullshit at work, she said. And as soon as I saw so this, she said, I had a talk with my 15-year-old son and told him why you never fucking do this to a woman, mm-hmm. ever. It was very selfish of him to steal her shine because nobody's talking about her performance at Rolling Loud. Everybody's talking about Offset fucking interrupting her performance at Rolling Loud. Yeah. Which is fucked up. It just got turned into it being about him. That's gross. And I would have fired everybody that worked for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Seriously. All of them would have been fucking gone. Um, Someone had asked about a toxic situation, right? Yeah, someone was... um, saying that she was in a really toxic, abusive relationship. She Physical and mental. Yeah, she left him. 
Um, she worked on loving herself for some time, mm-hmm. for a while. She's dating a new person who is great to her, very respectful, not abusive, tr- you know, is a good man. Yeah. But their sex is whack compared to... The abuser. Uh, compared to the abuser. And she said she's at the point where... She doesn't even like the guy anymore, and she's finding herself missing the abuser. And what I have to say is don't you ever fucking go backwards, especially somebody that was abusive. For one thing. Fuck somebody else. Somebody that was physically abusing you and mentally abusing you, um, that should be a turnoff. A big fucking turnoff. The last thing you should be thinking about is, like, an orgasm orgasm that you achieved with that person. Uh, That would be such an irrelevant detail of that relationship any abuse that you inflict on me would overrule any good that came from that no my shit would be dry as fuck like there's no way there's no fucking way so missing an abuser is like more of an issue i think than whatever boring sex you have with the current partner if you're over that okay because i do understand boring sex can be like Hard on a relationship, you know. Yes. I, you, I would probably. End I wouldn't be with someone if yeah. the sex was. If I up. can't get it going to where I need it to be, I would leave. If because you guys can't get it there together, yeah. you can't work on Otherwise, it. Otherwise, you're gonna want to cheat or like this. You're gonna think about someone else, yeah. or it's just not fair to that person either. So, I would maybe start dating someone else or yes. whatever. But moving forward, I would never look back to someone that fucking abused me. I, I think if you're, yeah, I think if you're still mm-hmm. romanticizing. Um, somebody that caused you so much harm and so much grief, maybe you still need to work on yourself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it sounds like you're not fucking healed all the way. No, because you— Because you shouldn't be able to find anything positive no. from that. No. Mm-mm. You can't miss a situation like that. Like, there's no way. The thought— You can miss I his dog. In, yeah, and you might miss that level of or miss orgasm. What you thought or you know you what had. I mean? But not that specifically that To person. be thinking about— Considering them again? No, fuck no. Uh uh. That's horrible. You better smoke some weed and get a dildo. Yeah, learn how to get there yourself, first of all. Don't fucking. And then you don't have to depend on anybody for to achieve that, you know? And then if you're single, you're not going back to like dangerous shit, like considering that. Like, no, fuck no. No orgasm is worth fucking getting popped in the face. I'm Mm -mm. sorry. It's not. Unless but, we yeah, consented but, <laughs> to that during sex. Yeah, unless that's what you like. <laughs> your that's kink. your kink. Yeah, but, I mean, as far as, like, without, you know, your permission and shit, fuck no. Fuck no. But never. there's so many people out there, and, like, you, you just need to, like, date more and try more out or something and maybe maybe um, be in an open relationship or, like, move on from the one you're in. Because she said she doesn't even—she's not even into him anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. I would just— Move I would on. just stop wasting both of y'all time. And just fuck people until you find one that yeah, that's, that's works good. for you. And probably better than that other guy. Right. That's what I would yeah. do. I don't like that. Um, there's some weird news going on oh, that we Florida. read about. It's always Florida. It's always Florida. Florida's lost its fucking mind so many Florida times. Florida is like a scary, weird-ass place. I don't understand how it hasn't just broken off and fell into just the ocean. Just fucking throw it away. Throw Florida Light it away. on fire. So, well, you want to do yours first? Because I have a Florida kind of story, So, Florida, too. Um, recently in the Supreme Court, passed um, the Stand Your Ground Law for law enforcement. Why the fuck? So, 
for those, sorry, those that don't know, the stand your ground law basically says that you can um, apply deadly force if you feel like you're being physically threatened. You can pull out your pistol and shoot someone Because it is a bare arm state. Yes. So you could ride around with pistol all day, open carry, and the stand your ground law it actually got some guy off that I, I saw a videotape of not that long ago. That's how Zimmerman got off. It was in off. front of like a 7-Eleven or whatever. I don't know if you saw it, but this dude, this white dude, was like cussing out this black woman and her boyfriend or somebody walked up and like pushed the dude and the older white dude like shot him and killed him in front of the store. <gasps> it was like a convenience store. And he got off because of the stand your ground law, even though the dude didn't have no weapon. And, and he because the guy him. was black yeah. and he was white. Exactly. That's so, how George Zimmerman got off with the Trayvon Martin thing. Yes. Yeah, I so just hope he dies. Th- basically, now, as if the police need even need any that. more fucking... Any more green lights. Any as if they more. need that, they have now said that Extended that it applies. to office, to law yeah. enforcement. What the fuck? So, if a suspect... Th- this should be scary. Any of you that live in Florida, you guys should be fucking scared because... And consider moving. Right. Because... All it takes is for an officer to feel to like feel threatened. to say they feel threatened, to say they feel threatened, mm-hmm. and they can fucking blow Open your fucking head off, right? And get away with it, fuck because you, of Florida. This stuff. Yeah, that's bullshit. In two thousand, almost nineteen, to to um, implement that law, like what? And it went through the Supreme Court. That's wild. Wild, right? And Florida, I feel like, is the last place that that should be. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, every weird bit of news, yeah. every fucked like, up let story. Let that fly in Montana or something where it's, like, less shit going on, I feel like. Florida. God damn. There must be something in the water. That's scary. The drinking water. Seriously. Um, that's bullshit. Give me your Florida. And then also <laughs> so my Florida, Florida is, um, so the rapper Kodak Black, the nasty, disgusting fucking rapist that he is. God, he looks so gross, too. Disgusting. He looks like he doesn't wash his butthole. He looks like he's built like a crackhead mom. Yeah. He's like somebody's crackhead mom yeah, with like he a, looks like a dirty t- a fucking dope fiend auntie. But you see how he be wearing his pants up here and shit and his shirt's tucked in. He tries in to show me on camel. Like he, he has like titties, but he's not big. He's like, And we're not body shaming No, here. no, no. He just looks we, like a crackhead mom. He's a gross fucking human. He's a monster. He yeah. fucking, he's, he's has another sexual assault case. He's a rapist. Like, let's just say it. He's a Put fucking rapist. And he's had numerous cases. I think the first one I heard of, he they paid the bitch off and wow. she he did a little time you know he he went back a couple times for violating probation and shit and everybody's like well you know he he's wasn't proven so all his dumbass fans are like acting like you know whatever they still support him but like the thing is when I read something problematic like that about a person whether it be mystical or Kelly whoever like I remember that and yes, I'm like they yes. get no play in my car my no. kids are not allowed to listen to them like and they're just forever written you, off. Like, I've been dying. I've re- the remix to Ignition. That was my shit, bitch. I will fucking. But it's like I can't. God damn it! it right? I can't fucking do it. No, I can't. So he's one of those. Okay, and so he is currently has a case or whatever. And um, Ebro, who is the interviewer or whatever, he used to be on like. Was he on the Breakfast Club? Hot 97 or whatever. He He's like a, you know, he does a lot of interviews and shit. He's like a big deal. Like yeah. as far as um, like reporter or whatever. Yeah. So he interviewed him the other day and um, had him on his show. 
And everybody got on him because he addressed it. And he was like, listen, like, I know that um, you're dealing with some shit that you can't really speak on right now, but we take sexually assault very fucking seriously here. And, you know, I know you can't really talk too much about it, but, like, I hope you'll come back and when you can and, like, talk to us about it because that shit is serious. And, you know, and everybody was like, oh, that was a bitch move. You're a cop. You're a bitch. You know he can't say shit. You never should have said nothing. No, bitch. He should have said something because everybody needs to be accountable. I love accountable. Him for standing thank up you. Yeah, thank a, you. a stand-up man. Everybody needs Call to— Call that shit out. Exactly. Stop turning your head and acting like you didn't hear it or you don't know because you like their music or, or whatever. Or that's your boy or y'all yeah, in the same industry. Yeah, you don't industry. fucking know these people. Like, and, and these people—it's so weird how guys will cape for these fucking sex offenders and just be like well it wasn't proven well that bitch is lying or what you know what I mean and and he it needs to be spoke on it It needs to be fucking spoke on so I was so happy he spoke on that shit because everybody should be doing that shout out to him for sure um, so everybody got mad and another Florida fucking rapper that got because he's from Florida another Florida rapper that got mad is old ass Trick Daddy who is you bloated and old and ashy and looks like a corpse. He looks he's like so gross. a dead body. He looks like he's full of embalming. You food. know what I think these people that um, defend sex offenders and shit I'm like you've done it you've too. You've done some sus shit yourself. You've that's done it why too. you feel so protective yep. over this yep. kind of shit. You feel fucking attacked. Exactly. That's a fact. Yep. So he did a video he had somebody record him, which is so bootsy in itself. He stood in front of, like, a car, and he probably told his boy, like, record me real quick so I could say Shut this. Shut up, bitch. So he got all tough and bloated, <laughs> looking like he's full of embalming fluid, like yeah, he's about to he burst. He does look like he has liver he's failure. Di- yes, he does. And um, he was like, you know what? You a bitch, and, like, I I won't smoke. Like, it's me. I won't smoke. And started talking hella shit. Such an old and te- fucking And it's ass. like, Damn. will you sit down? Will you go and worry about your health? All because dude said... You have a sexual assault case. And I hope you'll come back to fucking talk about it because we take that seriously. He didn't say— And he's hella mad and wants to fight. Yeah, he didn't say, like, hey, bro, you keep having all these sexual assault cases. Like, um, I'm seeing a pattern here. You're looking guilty, bitch. Like I would have said. He didn't say that. Like I would have (laughs) said. He said—all he said was, I hope when you're able to, you'll come come back back. and talk about it because we take it very fucking seriously. And that's, that's some shit a real man should say. Yeah, so, so big props yeah, to him. I, want, I love him for that. So fucking Florida, again, trick daddy, sit the fuck down, check your liver. Uh, Go play with levels, an alligator, bitch. <laughs> and fucking relax and mind your business defending this kid, like, that is clearly has some shit going on. What the fuck? Yeah. So that's some more Florida bullshit for you. What? Dude. I love dude that said something that just fills me with so much joy. You have not because it's so rare. It's so and I want people to follow rare. suit. Yeah, and I want more people to do that. Put people on the spot. If you see your homeboy trying to finesse the fucking the six, teenager, the fifteen, sixteen like, year old hey, girl, bro. brother, go fuck her mom. A hey, brother, <laughs> be like maybe you should try fucking her mom first. Right. You know. Yeah, an experienced person your age. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Like fucking call it out. Enough's enough, dude. Trick Daddy's so irrelevant. He's so old and fucking crusty. Like, get out of here. You just want some attention. Fuck. In other Speaking sex of other news. fucking sex offender, toxic fucking celebrity fucking. Maybe Trick Daddy should get with Nicki Minaj. They both seem to fucking support mm-hmm. it. 
isn't she's dating? So what I read was she's dating a dude, and when he was 16 years old, he raped a 15 year old girl at knife point. At knife point, and he is a registered sex offender. Right, and I saw a bunch of people talking about, but he was a child. He was a child. I don't give a fuck. He raped a he girl, raped a girl, at, girl knife at knife point. point. Do you think I give a fuck if he was a teenager when that happened? He did. That's even more reason to be fucking because you're bold. You're fucking for a child to do that, dude. A teen, what's six, 16, sixteen? Is what tenth grade? Eleventh grade? Yes. You're at that age and you're that bold and you're doing some violent at shit knife like point. that at knife point. Oh yeah, you're sick. You're, you're sick, sick. And, and you've been sick. And she's hella defending him. Just like she did her nasty stepbrother. And no one, no, it's her brother. Oh, her brother. No with one the stepdaughter. is stepdaughter. Exactly. No one is surprised because it's like, bitch, you're doing hella um, songs and support with Takashi Six Nine, who also has some weird um, sexual yeah. misconduct towards cases, minors, um, which actually got thrown out. I heard because of the deal that they're working on for his Fed case. You know, he's telling probably. Probably, but, um, you know, she had no problem, no qualms about that, working with him when all that was going on. You kind of wonder what's wrong with a woman like that. And then you pay your brother's bail, and you pay for his attorney in his sexual abuse case of an 11-year-old daughter for three years. Yeah, without a doubt, without a fucking doubt. There was no doubt about that. That's why he's in prison now. Do you know... If my son, my brother, my dad, anybody in my family, my son, the child I made with my body. Right. If he's accused of raping his 11-year-old. Yes. His 11-year-old stepdaughter. Do you? I, I'm not getting him a motherfucking Fuck lawyer. No, I'm, like, I'm not you paying did that bail. Shit. You deserve to be yes, in trouble. You're going to be in jail, and I'm not putting no money on my phone. No, and I hope you yeah. fucking get it together. Exactly. I hope you get help. Um, I'm not talking to you right now until you fucking... Until I'm about to die, probably. Right. No. And you know how much I love my brothers. Like, I adore my brothers. But I'm telling you, if I found out they were fucking raping their stepdaughter, I would feel so devastated as right. a woman, as a mother. Yeah. You're not putting your millions up to try to get them off. No. I'm going to say I love you, but you're fucking on your own. And I, I'm so That says a lot about her character. That says a lot about her as a woman. Like, I'm sorry. I, I, I liked a lot of That's shit she was doing. That's that toxic family shit, bitch. It is. That- I liked a lot of shit she was doing before when she was paying girls' ways through college. She covered a lot tuition, college yeah. tuition for a lot of young girls. I thought that was great. I was like, wow, she's setting this great example as, like, a strong, famous woman, right. blah, blah, blah. No, bitch. No. You tried to get your brother off, fucking his 11-year-old daughter. That's And I don't want to hear, oh, but that's my brother. That's I no, ride for him. That's my brother. No. Nope. There's, <laughs> there's <laughs> none of that. But that's that toxic family shit that happens so often where they try to protect the predator in the family. They let them still come around because that's blood. That's family. Just, um, Tiffany, you shouldn't wear short shorts because Uncle Dexter's coming over. That it's type true. of shit. Yeah. You I mean, know? in my own family— there's um, a level of that, and there's See? a level of creepy shit that goes on when we were younger and shit, and, like, uncles and cousins that yeah. were, like, this is not with my um, immediate family, but this is with, like, my—what would they be to me? My oh. secondary family or whatever? What would oh. they be? Um, yeah, something like that. 
like, they raised me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not my blood family. I'll right. say that. But right. it's the family that raised me. Right. Um, but they, there is a level of that. And it's like these people are still allowed to come around and, like, still be around kids in the family. And it's like, and you know these motherfuckers ain't cool and they tried shit in the past or they did shit in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a terrifying thing. And because they're family, I feel, and I don't know, like, shame, maybe shame plays a part. Like, they want to keep it a secret. Yes. It's just, it's bad. It's disgusting. Mark- and I'm not one of those. Family don't mean that much to me. Nope. I write nope. people off left nope. and fucking right. Especially if you're sexually abusing a child. Yeah. You got to go. You got to fuck. There's no forgiveness in me for that. Mark had a friend that um, was really creepy, and he was one of, you know, he has that core group, and dude was in the group, the core group, and mm-hmm. they were all really good friends. And I remember one time, it was summer, it was hot as fuck, I had on short shorts, and I was cleaning my kitchen floor. It's my motherfucking house. And so I'm cleaning my floor, and Mark is like, so-and-so and so-and-so's here, get up and go put some clothes on. And I looked at him, and I said, no, the fuck I'm not. I was like, this is my house. I was like, he was like, don't be bent over, clean the floor like that. And I was like, this is my fucking house. I was like, if you have friends like that, maybe they, they shouldn't, shouldn't be your, be for your fucking house. friends. Yeah. They shouldn't be your friends if you got to feel like that. So true, yeah. the one friend, I guess, got caught by another friend, like, at eye-oogling me hella tough, and the one friend fucking snatched him up and took him outside and was like, hey, check this shit out. That's Mark's motherfucking wife. Blah, blah, hella checked him. And the same friend tried to fucking text and call and lied to get another friend's fucking girlfriend over to his house, like, lied and said... Her dude was at his house, and she showed up, and he wasn't there. Like, he was fucking gross. That's some creepy gross shit, fuck. and um, it's really they common. all cut him off. I was just going to say, um, don't—this is for the guys out there. Don't think for one fucking minute that your friends—I mean, I'm sure you have some that are down and, like, family and solid and all that. I'm not right. saying none of them are, but you definitely have some friends that will fuck your girl. You definitely got Definitely, definitely, definitely. And I'm talking about without any flirting involved on her side, they'll still shoot their shot behind your back. They'll, excuse me, they'll still try. I don't put shit past nobody. The Family, whole group of friends fucking tossed him out. Fam, I mean, that's good, but that's what I'm saying. There's like one in the bunch. You know, There's yep. a, it seems like there's always a shady one there's in the always bunch one in the that bunch. will go there. Yes. And, you know, and usually I think they know that about their friends, um, but yes. some don't. But some don't. There has been some situations in my family where some shit has just like came out of nowhere. Like, are you serious? Like, what? They fucking tried that? Or, you know, just shock. But, like, I don't push it past nobody. That's why, like, I'm not super friendly with people, um, with, like, my dude's friends or, like, uh, my girl's boyfriends or, you know, husbands or whatever. Like, I just, there's a level of respect, I think, that you just don't cross. And I just don't like to get too friendly with other people. It also depends on your friendship with that person. You know, like, like I've said before, like, I would trust you in my house for a month straight, like, living yeah. with Mark and the kids, you know, if something ever happened to me. Um, but there's definitely some where I intentionally keep my distance because I just, I don't ever, because I'm naturally flirtatious. I'm just, you know, that's my personality. I'm very outgoing, and I wouldn't want anyone to ever confuse that. And so take I, it the wrong way. Right, so I always make sure to keep myself... Um, like a safe distance from people. Right, right. Because yeah. I would never want That's anybody what I mean. to think like, that. Yeah. Never. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't want people. People tend to get too comfortable with me too. Like yeah, everybody. people do get really <laughs> comfortable with you. Crazy like, people. I don't know what it is because I feel like I don't look that inviting. I, I, I'm a weirdo magnet in person. Like yeah. I get the weirdos in person, but you definitely feel, take oh, the cake online, God. bitch. Like I feel like no, and it's been like that my whole life. Like, and I I'm not feel, talking like dick pics and shit. I'm talking like. Just really creepy. People feeling very comfortable. Very comfortable in ways that they shouldn't. Like, I don't invite that kind of attention, I feel like. I feel like I don't walk around looking hella approachable. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And for the ways that I'm approached, I feel like I'm not asking for that. Like, yeah. <laughs> with my behaviors. Right. I don't know what it is, but I attract some weird shit. And, yeah, I, maybe that's why I'm just so careful with how I am with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. just, god damn, it'd be a lot. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, in my notes it says, butthole story needed to see it. <laughs> Someone found that notebook. <laughs> Fuck like, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the other day when we were we were we had a meetup about the podcast and we were talking about stuff and I had mentioned this story and she was like, put that in your notes right now. <laughs> right immediately. Right, when I was like five, I really wanted to know what my butthole looked like really bad. And so I bent over and I in feel front like of- that every other week. <laughs> So I bent over in front of the mirror and fucking bent down, spread my ass cheeks, and bent down with my head between my legs to inspect my butthole because I wanted to I know was what so it looked curious. like. <laughs> How old were you? I was like five. Five years old. I really needed to know what my butthole looked like. Dying curiosity. We didn't have a fucking camera phone back then. I couldn't just snap a pic and look. Oh like, I God. needed to. So I did a full yoga pose in front of the mirror. Can you imagine if an Didn't adult. Didn't you get caught? No, I was just going to say, can you imagine if someone would have walked in the room and been like, what in the fuck Your grandma, are you doing? I wish. I wish one of your grandparents did, because that would have been fucking hilarious. Girl, Nana was off the hook. She used to go through my drawers and shit, so I'm surprised she didn't fucking barge in. Girl, <laughs> like, what one, are you doing? One time she was going through my drawers. You know, she had this thing where she would come in and clean my room. She got fucking yeah. bored. Mm-hmm. She would take laundry off the hangers and just to wash them and have something to do. But she was going through my drawers, and I think I was like eight. I was probably eight, and I had shoved dirty clothes in my dresser to just clean my room, you know? Yeah. Air quotes. And she found dirty underwear in there, and I remember her screaming, fucking going, do you want to get fucking crotch rot? <laughs> like, Grandma, what is that? That is not a condition. I was just terrified of crotch rot, bitch. Fucking. That is not a real thing. She made me so scared of crotch rot, like, so... Every day, them fucking she instilled in you that <laughs> clean underwear every day, straight to the laundry, don't try to hide them in your drawer to fucking be lazy. Oh, my God. Crotch rot. Um, you don't want it? Not crotch rot, but I wanted to talk a little bit about period sex. I hate you. Did we talk about that before? I don't no, think we did. No, we haven't. Period sex is a real thing. I think thing. we might have mentioned it or something, but never. It's kind of like, I would say, a requirement of mine. Just because it's like, grow the fuck up. Like, yeah. um... I've said before, when I'm on my period, I'm not one of those that's like, I smell any different, mm-hmm. or it's no different. If the lights are off, you wouldn't even know the fucking difference. You would the literally... The texture of lube is kind of different. Not not really for me. So it's like, maybe less like, not sticky. It's thinner. But, yeah, okay, that's true. It's thinner. But, you know, if we're in the dark, you're not going to know that. 
You know what I mean? You're not. Yeah, exactly. It's still going to be wet. It's still going to be good. And it's not going to smell any different. Yeah, yeah. There's no Um, smell at all. So I've always, you know, I'm always really flattered that, like, I have a partner that ain't tripping. It's an ego boost. Yeah, it's an ego boost that will run that red light. You know what I mean? Especially because I feel like our, um, we're, like, more turned on when we're on our period, too. Is that like that for you? Because for me it is. No. Um, I, I have such bad fucking periods. Oh, you do, I, huh? like, throw up and shit, so. My shit be a breeze. I get, I like, a little bit of cramps. Alone. I'll Fuck get you. a headache. My shit only lasts three days. Mine only lasts three days. And it's light. It so it's, like, really? One and a half days, it's, um, like, normal flow, <laughs> and then the other one and a half, it's light, and it's done. So it's a three-day, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's a quick whatever. Fluid, like, but. Yeah. So, um, literally, I'm like, if, you know, luckily my partner is not fucking tripping because that's, I'm just at a point in yeah, my life be where really I'm like, like, I'm not going to wait. Like, I don't want to wait. If I want to do it, I want to do it. Yeah. And so and we'll just throw a towel in the bed. Yeah. Does it feel any different? It well, feels, it makes, it, I fuck my cramps away. See, it not. It feels better for me. Not me. The only thing is. Like I was saying, the the lubricant consistency is thinner, so it's mm-hmm. a little different. So I can I can feel a difference just because I know my body really well, and Mark and I have talked about it, and he can too. But if we want to do it, we'll still do it. Yeah, it's not going to stop us from doing it. You know, right? It's definitely much funner to not be on my period and do I it. I mean, some people for religious reasons so we or can whatever just do ass to mouth the whole time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so just kidding. <laughs> we'll just do that. We so don't do ass to mouth. No, but um, some people, like, are so fucking against it. So against it. And I see people posting, like, I would never. That's filthy. Like, you need to just give your body a break. Like, goddamn. Like, no, it's not filthy. I would never let Mark fucking it's just eat a little, me out on my period. I I, would, he would never want to. I would. I mean, like, if you're if you're not tripping, I'm definitely not because I know it's not gross. Like, it doesn't – I've checked with my hands. Like, yeah, it doesn't smell like Yeah, but I don't want to fucking see him come up looking like a fucking cannibal. I do. You do. You probably really <laughs> – it would really, probably be a turn on I you. really secretly do, and I would be so fucking aroused, and I would probably come so hard. And if, bang his fucking dick on your forehead. If he had blood all over his mouth. Yes, I would go fucking ham. Yes. Yeah, see, no, it's not uh, – that's not my thing. <laughs> that would be activated. That You're would like, like, yeah. Fuck that yeah. would be awesome, actually. God damn. No, some people just I'm hella mad because like I'm picturing your dude, bitch, <laughs> with blood all over his face. And I'm so, yeah, looking like a fucking monster. On his beard. <laughs> I'm so, with chunks in it, bitch. No, there Can't would be none of that. you with blood clots. No, but I'm like. Biting one, bitch. Sh- stop. See? That's too much. That's See? too much. That's what I think. I don't have that. That's too much. You don't have blood clots. No. I don't know. That doesn't happen. Look at life. But, um. Anyway, fuck. We'll get off that now. Ruined you just it. ruined that shit. <laughs> Stupid bitch. We're super visual. So we used to watch Rotten.com and Faces of oh, Death that, and everything. Wasn't that the best site ever, Rotten.com? Rotten.com was I so loved great. It. We were like teenagers. We were on that when it was dial-up. It was. Yes. It took forever to yep. fucking load. I remember yep. like refreshing and trying to make the shit load. I remember there was like photos of like this old prostitute on a table, like yes. on a medical table, and her her pussy was like green. Yeah, it was like she de- yes. decomposition had started, and she was just so nasty looking. I remember reading about the, her, the bloated one in the bathtub, the yep, dude that, in the bathtub, people that jumped off buildings and just Hit exploded, all that decapitated. I oh my loved god, did it. it was so. Oh, good. And it was like real up close gore. Yeah, good. Like good, good gore. Yeah. 
That we loved. Um, the Faces of Death VHS tapes. Yeah, I had to skip over loved. the animal parts, though. I loved all of them. The electri- electrocution, like, yeah. up on the power lines and shit. Yeah. Girl, just all that shit. Loved all that. Then fast forward to now we're in, like, Wi-Fi and shit. Um, there was a site called Ogrish. It was O-G, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, O-G-R-I-S-H.com. That was where I saw all of these. Do you remember when there was, like, a British journalist or whatever that was in the Middle East somewhere yep. and they got decapitated? Yep. I saw those yep. videos on there. I saw, I hella, saw a, de- um, a decapitation video from the Middle East, and it was fucking—it hurt my heart a I little bit. I saw on this website, I saw videos of women being stoned to death Ooh, in the Middle East. Oh, goddamn. What they would do is they would dig these holes, right, just up to, like, their shoulders. So their hole from their shoulders up was up out of the hole, right? And they would wrap them up in a sheet. So, like, their hands and shit. So they like can't this. dodge shit. Mm-hmm. So they can't hold their hands up. And they would set them in these holes. That's such a horrible way to die. And then the whole town, bitch, kids, everybody, their d- kids with their parents and everything. Probably because she city, talked back to her husband or some shit, Or some shit, shit right? like that. Or fucked on her period. Yeah. They would all come <laughs> and they would fucking bitch big slabs of concrete and shit. Not just little rocks and pebbles and shit. No, bitch, they had big slabs of shit and they would just be fucking pelting them at these bitches. That's horrible. And they would stone them I don't like that one. I wouldn't want to watch it. Until the tops of their head were coming off. Like, literally, I watched, like, their brains come out and shit. See, I couldn't watch those It was the gnarliest shit ever. Those, I remember being like, God damn, I didn't think stoning was like that. I don't like watching people die. I love looking at the dead bodies and the crime scene. I like the whole process. I love that. Because I'm such an empath, like, it hurts my fucking heart. Like, the yeah. scene you just described, it, I couldn't watch it. They would do, like, five women at a time, too. Uh-huh. It wasn't just, like, one. It was, like, five holes, five oh, women in the holes at a time. That shit was crazy. That, I saw hella cartel executions, hella um, cartel beheading videos on that website. Hella women, I was telling you, they were, like, badass. Them bitches didn't give a fuck. They were, like, trying to get them to snitch and give up names and shit, and they would just look up, like, nope, and they would hack their shit off with a fucking machete and they would just take it and die and um i watched hella those videos anyway it was a shock site and i loved it and so i hadn't been on it in hella long the other day and it was like was a famous shock site or whatever and it was like a whole community of people that was on this website they had a forum they had usernames it was like it would show how long now it directs you to what is it live leaks live leaks and, and it's um, not the same. It's not the same because I searched some of that same content now. and it, I couldn't pull up anything that like what I used to watch. Yeah. And so I was like, where did all these people go? It was a whole web. community of people. Like, it was a whole community of, because um, it would say, like, member since blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, people were on there for a long time. And um, they didn't just disappear. So if anybody listening knows the current pop-in shock website. Gore sites. Gore sites. Please let me know because I am very much into that. And I want to look at that stuff again. But, yeah, it was it was ogreish. Ogrish.com. Sucks. Fucking gone now. What else do you have? Oh, God, please tell this story. I hate you. (laughs) Please. Now, we talk a lot about, like, me being a fucking asshole when I was a kid and, like, mean stuff I would do to kids and, like... Parents and <laughs> I was I definitely had an this asshole bitch ain't streak. innocent. This bitch is not fucking innocent. I'm not. I'm not. But I I had this phase where 
Um, so when I was, God, I was probably like nine. I was nine. Will, no, I was eight. Will was about seven, and we rode, we had a bunch of neighborhood kids, and we ran All around. All boys, right? I was the only girl. I mean, there was another little girl across the street, and then your cousin lived next door, but they were younger, much and younger. And they weren't hanging out with y'all, right? Yeah. No, we would get to go play at your cousin's house, but they weren't allowed to run the neighborhood and ride bikes like we were because they were so much younger. Yeah. So I was, like, the only girl, and there was, like, including my brother, there was, like, six boys. And um, we rode to 7-Eleven one day, and I spent—my brother's always been, like, the scaredy cat out of us. He still is. And, uh— <laughs> It took me about 15 minutes, but I convinced him to steal a shitload of Jolly Ranchers, and then I had him give me some or whatever, and I ate them. And we fucking made it back home, and the first thing I did was run in the house and be like, check his pockets, (laughs) William stole Jolly Ranchers. (laughs) After she already ate her share. And my mom— Her tongue was probably green while she's in there snitching. I fucking was horrible, and my mom drugged my brother down to 7-Eleven and was like— (laughs) <laughs> He'll fucking sweep your parking lot to pay <laughs> off his debt. <laughs> she made him give back what he had, and it, I, it was me. I was like, steal all the Jolly Ranchers. I know he fucking hated your guts. Hated and, you. And then another time. That's not the only snitch story. I got, this bitch has been a snitch. A bit of snitch. <laughs> but only to the boys. And yeah. so... Same age, um, we used to have these neighborhood wiffle ball games, right? And I wanted to be—I wanted to bat first. And they were like, no, you have to play outfield first. And I was like, no, I want to bat first. So they wouldn't let me bat first, so I, there was, like, five of them, and I convinced all of them to show me their wieners. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I finessed every one I of them. I love that your brain was like, okay, I'm going to get some dirt, right. some real dirt. So they stood in a line. It wasn't like one by one. They stood in a line, and they said, one, two, three, go. And they all showed me their wieners. As soon as they did that, I went and told all their fucking moms. They're out here showing their dicks. And guess what? Guess who got to bat first? Guess who first? bat first? Guess who got day? to bat fucking first every fucking time from then on out? Because they knew I was going to do some fucked up shit. I was a The bitch. fact that you went to the moms, and you were like, they showed me their dicks. Can you imagine the horror? Like, if a kid came and told me my son did <laughs> was that. out there showing his dick? The <laughs> horror. I would be like, did someone touch you when you were little? Like, why are you fucking no, flashing No, the little kids? neighborhood bitch is out there being a she, nasty. She's the one who told us to do it she in the first place. She made us do it. Oh, my God, bitch. So then another time, we were digging through the, to- <laughs> the, the tweaker across the street. He lived in the garage. And like we were, most tweakers do. Yeah, so we found his stash of, like, old 19 fucking early 80s Playboys. And so it was me, my brother, and the boys that lived across the street, and I was like, we, we should start a Playboy club, right? Wait, the club was your idea? <laughs> Probably. It was I'm called, pretty sure. No, but it was called... The Playboy club. <laughs> so... <laughs> We we had this big grass hill, you know, them ones you see. Is this where headquarters was? This is the headquarters. And there was, like, this area where it went into a ravine. So we drug broken lawn chairs from the tweaker's house up there. There was, like, a little table. We drug all the Playboys we stole up there. We made it a clubhouse. And as soon as my brother and the neighborhood boys got the clubhouse all set up, and, bitch, I was telling them where to fucking put shit, how to set it up. As soon as it was done and they were sitting in them chairs reading them nasty books— I ran and told my fucking <laughs> grandma and my mom, they're up there reading nasty books with women's titties. At the Playboy Club. At the Playboy Club in the court. They have membership cards and everything. Go up there now. 
Hurry up. They're up there now. I think we even had a secret fucking code word, bitch, to get in there. Bitch, and you're acting like I'm so and off the I, wall for humping my cousin uh, in the laundry uh, basket, bitch. Uh, and y'all had a club. Y'all had a Playboy club with nudity. With dirty books. See? Yes. And a table and chairs and shit. And I, y'all were really official. I would get them to do these things. That was my MO. You I were would, on the board of directors. And I you was. you turned them in. I would fucking... I, it was like this thing I, with me, like... Control. Let me get them. Let me well, see if I can well, get them to well. do these things. This is a familiar <laughs> fucking theme, isn't it? Let me see if I can con all these people into doing these things. Wow. And once you don't I say. achieved that goal, I was like, I'm telling. You don't fucking I'm say. fucking telling. I did all of that, except I didn't tell, and I wanted to do it every day. <laughs> That's the only difference here. Me and you are one of the same. I would just go tell. You were on the board of directors. You I got set like up. this thrill from telling on them. I got a thrill. That's your white side. It, That's your white. Definitely my fucking Sharon coming out. I definitely. read this thing that said Yelp. White people love snitching so much they made Yelp. Dude, seriously. <laughs> like, I fucking hate Yelp. That's how much white people love to Dude, snitch. Dude, and I hate snitching now, but when I was little, I got this thrill from like getting people to do what I wanted and then going to tell on them. It was like my fucking. You're a fucking sadist. Something is wrong with That's me. That's what you are. You wanted them to get whoopings. I, yeah, maybe I did. You're a fucking sadist. What a bitch. You were me. Except I did the whippings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely conned people and manipulated yeah, my way. Like, and into, now I'm like so opposite. You know yeah, what I mean? But, but look, I well, was, well, well. Well, well, well. You think you know look a person? At those fucking and look at this. I heard these fucking, fucking stories and I said, wow, like that's that's a really common theme here. This like, who knew? Bitch. Who fucking knew this stupid bitch was making people show their dicks? <laughs> it wasn't just me and Taco I didn't Bell rub employees. Him, though. I was just <laughs> I didn't rub his dick. I just told oh, him to pull yeah, it out. No, I was referring to the humping the neighbor girl. <laughs> oh, her. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you see? But it, they were like non-threatening little boys. I was. These the were non-threatening predator. men. I was the predator. You stupid. That bitch. man was not threatening. He just got off work. He he with just... a greasy wag. I hate you. Funniest yeah, so. fucking story ever. God. Good night. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Are we done? I think so. All right. Well, that's a good episode. Suck it easy. <laughs> good night. Hide your wieners. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Don't flash your wiener at right. kids. Right. <laughs> Don't listen. Watch for neighborhood girls like Don't me. Don't let little girls tell you to pull your dick out. Because right. <laughs> they're telling your mama. <laughs> <laughs>